am in my life right now, I'm a medium Jew. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> There's the sound bite for this week. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Deep Drop, a fishing podcast that quite often makes zero sense at all, but that is why we lean on you, the listener. My name's Luke McCredden, and I'm joined... As always, by my good friend and co-host Adam Ring. Adam, I, I, I'm not even going to try and lie. Like that is what we do. We we lean yeah. on the listener because, yeah. God, some of the stuff we've said in recent weeks has just been absolute dribble. Well, for those that are new, <laughs> I'm, I'm not selling the podcast very well. No, but... <laughs> no, 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 no. But no, but it's kind of the, it's kind of the selling point. So for those yeah. that are new, new to the podcast, in previous installments which i suggest you go and listen to because they they don't get old we talk about everything in fishing we've Mm. spoken about everything from the direction that recreational fishing is heading into the future we've spoken about stocking yeah we've spoken about technology live scope in particular we've also spoken about recently about having a coffee too early on a trip and potentially shitting yourself on the river so Mm. Mm. we literally cover everything Yes. There's not too many programs that can that can say it and mean it. Just go and have a listen. Yeah. I think we're living up to our word up to this point. I, I I asked people recently on Instagram just to share it around and you know share it around with your friends and, and colleagues and family and see what see what you thought you know what they think. Give us some feedback and so far fairly positive. I think people are people are enjoying it. Um, and, you know, and someone said to me, you know, you sound like in the intros you've almost given up on selling it. It's not mm. that I've given no. up on. I've given up on trying to explain it. That's what I've yeah, given that, up yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of the selling point. You know how interesting is a podcast when we don't even know what we're going to talk yeah, about. It's true. So, it's dangerous. You know, it's dangerous, but you, it, it's how we roll. And I think we've done. I think we've done all right up mm. until this point. Um, yeah. I don't know where we're going to go on this podcast, no. and I can't wait. Well, let's let's go. Let's do it. I mean, it's it, look. Um, welcome everybody. If you're new here, huge welcome, huge hugs. Get in here. This is what we do. This we're we're a show of the. It's this is your show. Adam and I are just sort of the I suppose the the messengers to get the conversation started. We're the icebreakers, Adam. Yeah, the thought provokers. We want your thinking yeah. and we want your input because the fact of the matter is, a lot of the time we don't actually know the answers to anything that we're trying to talk about. So we will but, give you yeah. as much information as we physically can. Now, yeah. Luke and I, we have been a part of this beautiful fishing industry for nearly 20 years. Oh, so Jesus Christ. There's yeah. a, that made us sound pretty old, hey? Uh, well, we, well, we are. Yeah, all right. We'll edit that bit out. We, no. um, <laughs> so we, we've, we've got some industry experience. We're avid fishermen. We love it. We've spent time on the water together. We've spent time mm. working together. And we thought, why don't we hit record and start talking about everything? Because we've yeah. had some pretty interesting conversations over the years. Yeah. And, and real talk for a second. The reason we do this and we, we get a real kick out of it is because there are no definitive answers in fishing. And there nah. is no such thing as knowing it all or clocking it. It, it, mate, it, it doesn't matter who you talk to. You, no one knows it all. No. You know, and, and this is the beauty of it. And there's so many, so many elements to this that are just opinion based or, you know, thought, you know, you've your experience and, you know, sharing that around and, mate, talking about fishing 
is one of the greatest things you could possibly do outside of actually fishing, isn't actually it? Actually fishing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, 100%. So anyway, so welcome. And everyone, anyone who's been with us since early on, maybe the start. If, you've, if you're up to date. Kudos to you. Like, seriously, that is magnificent. Thank you so much. And genuinely, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This is a lot of fun, Adam, and I have. Uh, been a big week, Ads, not going to lie. Big couple of weeks. Um, we had some power issues last week, which got oh, us sort of yeah. took us offline. Oh, my my but, apologies. There was uh, a few technical difficulties in relation to electricity, let's just say, <laughs> and I didn't have it for quite some time. Yeah, no, uh, not me. Which... Which a lot of people, a lot of people didn't. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm not one of these poor people that live in, you know, some of the more, I guess, areas conducive to this sort of thing. I live mm. in the sunny suburb of Cranbourne, and I had one tree that happened to fall on one power line that was connected to my house. So. Yeah. That's just bad luck, it and is. to every and to everyone who's been offline for a little while, I hope you're all back up and running. Welcome back. You didn't miss anything because we were thinking of you here at the Deep Drop, and we didn't produce episodes because we didn't want you to miss out. Exactly. Exactly. So here we are. Um, quick non-fishing update, if I may. Yes. I have spoken previously on the Deep Drop about my love of Blink One Eighty Two. I yep. went twice. I went to the concert twice. And now, tip of, the, fucking tip of the cap, tip of the cap to you, Luke. I uh, we had a chat during the week as we normally do, and we were talking about what was going to happen this week and recording, and and we pushed it out a night. You said you're out. That's that's fine. And I saw in your Insta stories that you were at Blink One Eighty Two for round two. Yeah. And tip of the cap because you <laughs> couldn't have spoken highly enough of concert number one. Ugh. And and the fact of the matter is, whether you're into this music or not, Blink One Eighty Two are they're up there. They're it's it's yeah. original lineup, the OG line, and this is a big part of it. Yeah, um, original lineup, and it may be the last time. I, potentially, I, who knows? Who knows? I, so, mate, I, tip of the cap to you. I love it. Thank you. I spotted a Kardashian last night. Stop it. Yep. Yep, she was there floating around. We were kind of sort of near, you know, towards the near the stage there and it did spot a Kardashian. So anyone who's interested in that, probably not. Um, so let's move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've also been uh, all over the joint this week. I spent some time up in Sydney and, um, you know, just doing various things. You know what I did? And this is... This fascinates me, and it genuinely interests me to the point where I want to I want to get back up there um, and spend some more time fishing. The Dewey fishery in and around Sydney, you know, we know all the waterways up there are, are big and vast, and you know, when I when I say that, I mean you know the river systems and you know the big um, networks of rivers and bays and whatever. We ducked out for just a couple of hours because I was up there for you know work duties. Um, but we did get a couple of hours out in the afternoon and just, bang, dewy. Like, far out. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just... Yeah, and, yeah. And this is... So, anyone tuning in from and around Victoria, they're not that easy. But that no. afternoon, the Sydney side has seemed to... And I'm not saying it's easy for them either, but, geez, they've got a good fishery in some of those systems up there. Is and it... it I, I wonder... Is it... 
Is it because we can't fish it every day that we're like, so much better than down here? Because I wonder on no, average, I, I wonder mm. on average how much easier it is to catch a dewy just bumping a placky in and around those systems than what it is down here. Because I can think of some systems here in Victoria where you could potentially go and do that. Yeah. Um, oh, no, for sure. It's very doable um, here. Was it was no, it I'll say was it doable. more that was it more that you got a dewy quickly, or the fact that the crew you were fishing with kind of didn't really give a fuck? Like, yep. oh yes, yeah, that's what it dewey. was. That's what it was, and it was almost an element of disappointment because it wasn't <laughs> no legit because it wasn't a big flathead. And I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? What are you fucking talking about, flathead? This now we're getting. This is the interesting stuff that, to me. That's what makes me go. These people catch deweys a lot. <laughs> when you're almost calling them bycatch, yeah, <laughs> I want to catch Jesus bycatch. I want some of that bycatch. You know, yeah. it's like it's like when you know fishing in some parts of that of the offshore sort of or sorry inshore reefs off the coastline. When you and it's, and this has happened to me in New Zealand as well, where you, you go have a big day offshore and then you come and hit some of the inshore reefs for snapper on plastics and you're going, the guys are getting frustrated because they're catching 15 to 20 kilo kingfish while they're trying to get a snapper. And it's like your bite catch mentality is all up the shit, mate. Like- yeah, it makes me, it makes me sick. <laughs> but it's, it was similar. It, don't get me wrong. It was, it was welcome to board and a quick photo and release, but it was the hookup uh, was like, oh, that's a good flatty. I went... <laughs> Really? Jam, jam your flatty. <laughs> and then when we saw it, obviously that, you know, that silver sort of, you know, uh, color come up. It was like, it's a Jewy. And they're like, oh, it's a Jewy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, no. Excited. You've got to be so, excited. No, oh, yeah. All man, right. So, so, okay. So here's my question to you who experienced it firsthand. <laughs> yeah. Do they, do they genuinely undersell Jewies or do we do we undersell flatties or, or do we overrate Jewies down here like uh, oh is it possible all right so look sorry I, I've stolen your question go to your question so yeah so do, do they, so who so they who undersells they obvi- more yeah because they obviously thought no oh, it's not a flatty and you've gone fuck flatties it's a Jewy and they're like yeah no. but having said that our flatty fishery. Now I'll talk dusky flathead in you know, in on the eastern part in the eastern part of Victoria. It's the best exciting. it's ever it, been. It's, but it so it's pretty exciting and it, and it's when peak, you hook and up. It's peaking. And you, yeah, yeah. And when you hook up and it's heavy, you go, oh fuck, that could be a ripper. And then the excitement levels go. I'm not saying I don't get excited with dusky flathead. Like no, wait, they're awesome fish. I love it. But if you saw, but they're that, not a mulloway. But if you if you thought you had, if you're at Lake Tyres and you go, this is a good flatty, you're excited. Then it turns into a mulloway. The excitement <laughs> levels have tripled. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So whether it's Cooter or where you know where there are legit mulloway um, opportunities in some of those systems, whereas it was the opposite. Now that's also a personal thing. Like some people might be, you know, way more excited for a Dewey. Some people might be more excited for a big Taylor. But well, there, there's our there's our first question for the listeners in this podcast. Okay. Do you get more excited about a, a Mulloway, an average Mulloway, 
Too too wordy, Adam. Too wordy. What's it going? Mullow. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. All right. It's got to fit into a tile, doesn't it? Uh, Mulloway or flathead? Question mark. How's that? Or Husky. is it not enough? No, maybe, yeah, maybe, all right, a bit more. So, okay, anyway, keep an eye out. So, we're going to ask Actually, you. Actually, average Mulloway or Big Dusky. Yeah, nice. Yeah, because, and that's a, that's a good point, because this Dewey was not huge. It was certainly not. But it wasn't one of those little. No, no, no. You know, it, it didn't have it, afterbirth on it or anything. No, it was, it was, um. I actually don't. We, I don't even know if we measured it. Probably not, because they were just so keen to throw it back in the water so they could get it, have a, get a chance of a big. big <laughs> so add a guess. Flooded. Add a guess. Sixty to seventy, forty to fifty, fifty to sixty. I'd be pretty stoked. With like that. that's not. I know. I, hang on. Let me. What's fifty? I know it's not a. <laughs> I know it's not a. I know it's not a. Oh job, nah. but... Sixty to seventy. Yeah. Fuck! I'd lose me shit with that. Let's call it sixty, and let's just 60, see. Well, 60 well, and maybe if anyone, yeah, it was a meter. <laughs> <laughs> it was a buck twenty. Um, yeah. If anyone's listening who is a good Dewey fisherman, whether it's New South Wales, Victoria, wherever, don't care. Is sixty centimeters? Nah, because if you're a good Dewey fisherman, that's not a good fish. Yeah, it's a soapy. It? Yeah. It, and and it was it wasn't it wasn't a something that you go holy shit what a ripper it but to give you an idea like it screamed line and it was a solid fight you know what I'm saying so mm. on on mid spin gear you know chasing flathead so if that gives you an indication so it was good yeah. so how not so the the guys that you were with. Mm. How not into it were they? Like, do if you were not on the boat, do you reckon they would have just tried to shake it off? <laughs> no, surely not. <laughs> but it was like this. All right, let's go off reactions. Um, initial reaction. Oh, that's a that's awesome. Good headshot. That's a big flatty. That's a big flatty. Okay. To oh, it's a Dewey. It's disappointing. Whereas May was like. Well, initially, I was like, "That's a good fish, whatever it is. That's that's a yeah. good fish." And then it's a fucking Dewey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's a Dewey. <laughs> oh, it's a Dewey. Oh, it's a Dewey. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to grab the net? Oh, yeah. Like you know nah, lifted, I mean? lift, yeah, lifted it. Should be right. <laughs> Swing it over. <laughs> so there's there's kind of the all right. There's kind of the yeah the reactions. So you can see now. Yeah, there was no disrespect from from the crew, but it was just not as. But it wasn't a big flatty. Oh look, I'm sure their excitement levels would have been more if it was like a big a Jew. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't a big flatty, apparently. So yeah. anyway. <laughs> hell. But yeah, all right, no, that's good. So we'll say medium Jewy. Or, or big dusky. Or big dusky. What would you take right now, in all honesty? In if all honesty? Yeah. Medium Jew. Would you? Uh, I don't know, because well, I'll hang on, I, but hang I on. I do my well, well, the, well. My first, my first initial reaction was medium dewy. Yeah. Um. And. But how I big's have, the dusky? Well, to give you an idea, I have caught both. I've caught, mm. I've caught small to medium estuary deweys. How big and are I've they? Caught. Yeah, probably that fifty to sixty. Yeah. And All I've right. also, and I've caught. Like I haven't caught a meter dusky, but I've caught maybe 
eighty to eighty five. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So let's let's say right now to you, sixty centimeter Jew, or or eighty six centimeter dusky. Ninety eighty ninety centimeter dusky because you're not well, cracking I'd, a meter. I'd go I'd go a ninety dusky, but but. It's well, why because, don't you just go and move to Sydney? It's because I've never caught a ninety dusky, but I've caught a sixty centimeter Jewy. Ninety Jewy, ninety dusky. Jewy. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's good. What about you? What about you? You witnessed oh, it. Did you nearly push someone in because they go, oh, "It's a Jewy." Yeah, I was excited about the Jewy. I think I'd take take a because I've done fuck all Jewy fishing and caught not many. If yeah, like a literally tiny. One or two, and maybe that might be it. So, I would take a sixty. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'd love Jesus. I'd love to get a crack and well, on a dusky. For, for those that are that aren't in Victoria who might be listening to this, or those that haven't delved into the dusky flathead thing, mm. I just want to paint a picture for probably a little bit of a reason why we've both answered the the Dewey. In, in that sort of direction. Mm. The dusky flathead fishing at the moment in from basically Lakes Entrance to Malakuta is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And and it used to be like the last few years have been, you know, Lake Tyres has had some really good fish and you haven't yeah. really heard of anything too much. No, 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 it's not just Lake Tyres. Lake Tyres is now part of it. Lakes Entrance yeah. is fishing out of control. There's big fish at tyres. Malakuta is back to the glory days for both Mulloway and Flathead. I, you can't convince me otherwise. I'm sure if those two systems are places like Tamboon, crazy, you and I were talking about Womboyne during the week. Um, I'm sure that has to be fishing well. Yeah, we we are in we are in a a purple patch for dusky Flathead at the moment to the point where they seem a hell of a lot more viable to catch than still yeah. a big a big mulloway or an average mulloway. <laughs> are we in a are we in a are we in a patch where we'll be talking about in 10 years? Do you remember when? Dusky yeah. dusky flathead in Victoria. No, I yeah, I think we are. I, and the thing is they're not Look at the deep drop a, will still be going. No, we'll be flattered for sure. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, I, I genuinely think this is the start too. I, I don't think this is a bumper season. I no. think we're seeing the result of just some some epic water turn, turnover in the last couple of years. I think those floods that we had a couple of years ago have done such incredible things for the whole of Gippsland Yeah, that we're starting to see that. There would have been some of those big flatties that got out of Lake Tyres when it opened because it did open three or four times last year yeah. or the year before. And they've moved... And I'm pretty sure, and please someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure there was a stocking of dusky flathead through Gippsland. Yeah, they wouldn't correct. Now, they, they would not be a metre yet. They wouldn't even be... You'd be lucky if they're 40 centimetres yet. But... Mm. I think a lot of these fish have been moved out of other systems as they all opened. And it's insane. Mm. Like it, It's not what? uncommon to go and catch multiple fish between yeah. 70 and 80. It's which ridiculous. Is, yeah. Which is crazy. And and it's so, you're right. It's such a good 
we're in such a good period. I've got another question just on the Jew and Dusky thing. What if we threw in the the way you caught it? So I'm going to say an 80 centimetre Dusky on a bent minnow mm-hmm. or a, or a, or an 80 centimetre Jew just bouncing a plucky off the bottom. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it adds, yeah. the, there's, there's, you know, I'm trying to put a bit of, swing a bit of favour back into the Dusky. I've, I think you and I have both said it before and I'm going to stand by it. Top water wins, doesn't it? Top water wins. It's, it's, just, just, it's, just, it's just the pinnacle way to catch anything. That is one of the greatest segues in our 70-odd episodes of The Deep Drop because one of the things I wanted to raise tonight, Adam, was a question sent in by a good mate, Maury. Yep. And he asked if a lure like a bent minnow, OSP bent minnow or a Protec bender yep. is a surface lure. Do you, do you class it as a surface lure? Now, if now, you're out there listening, so just before you answer it, you're, the, you're a... You're our technical guy on the show. Explain to anyone who's not familiar with a bent minnow or a, or a bender what, what it is. It's the most unusual looking lure that you'll ever see. It looks Stupid. like it's broken. It looks yeah. like it's broken. It, <laughs> it is literally shaped like a banana and the hooks are on the flat side. So yeah. it, it's, it's, really, it's really weird, but it, it exploded onto the brim scene quite a number of years ago and it proved to be a ridiculously efficient way of catching estuary fish. Yep. It's very erratic. It it doesn't have a um because it doesn't have a consistent action, which is mm. probably its biggest attribute. Technically speaking though, well, it depends how you fish it. I think technically speaking it's a subsurface lure. The the way and I've I have fished them a little bit on brim, but what I'm about to explain was taught to me. I, I was with a very good friend of ours, Luke, who taught me how to fish bent minnows because it's not it's not as easy as what you you think. Um, it's very visual, so mm. it has the top water aspect, but you've basically got to wait until you and this is on brim. I'm talking; it's different for other species, but on brim, you actually see a tail swirl first, and then you've got to pause mm. because when you pause, it floats to the top. Mm. But it'll only sit maybe an inch max under the water. So yeah. technically, it's probably sub subsurface. If you keep your rod tip high, you can fish it as a top water, which I think most people kind of are. Yeah. Um, for those who haven't fished them, don't ask questions. Just buy one. It just- doesn't. It doesn't matter what what brand that they are. They are good. Yeah. I I, th- I agree. I think they're worth having in anyone who's you know if you're fishing around any sort of estuary, um, because everything will eat them as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. And you could probably, like you say, yes, there is a technical aspect of them as far as you know technique, but you could also probably get away. You with can just... you can slow wind it if yeah if you've if you've got brim stacked up on the edges, you you can slow wind it. Like it does mm. have. It's a very unusual and erratic action, but I think if you just wind and pause, you will yeah. catch fish on them. They, they are that efficient as a it, lure. It, do you know what? Do you know, it's a bit of a head fuck, though, when you first... Because I remember first using... Um, I think I, I did a trip last year, I'm going to say. It might have been late the year before. But 
and I had some of the ProTech benders and was using them on, well, I was targeting flathead. I think it might have been lake tires actually now I think about it. Um, but also had some brim obviously coming up and eating them. But the first few times I was missing bites because I'd get excited when you'd see that tail swirl, as you say, or the boil behind it. And so you'd sort of give it a bit more of a, a twitch, but then re- often resulted in nothing. But yeah, the pause was so important and I had and- to learn that. It's also the nature of any topwater fishing. The easiest way to not get a hookup is to strike. Yeah. You, you've, you've got to wait, and I've done it way too many times. <laughs> you get so excited with a, a fish finally hits a topwater lure and you strike and just about, you know, you, you can you feel the topwater ping off your sunnies as it comes <laughs> flying back at your face. Yeah, but or you come to, back with the with the mouth of the fish and that's yeah, it, just you, a lip. You've, you've got to feel weight and just start winding. like. Yeah. If you if you strike, it's and it's such a weird thing to wrap your head around. But it is. You, but you said something that's so true. Fishing a bent minnow initially is a massive mindfuck because when we use lures, it it's to mimic something specific. It's either a natural presentation of some of a natural bait that's already in the water, or a dying version of that bait. A mm. bent minnow is neither. No, because it doesn't really mimic a falling fucked out bait fish because you kind of work it too quick. Yeah. It, no, it doesn't. Not, it well, doesn't... Not, and not regularly. Like, yes, okay, every now and then a stupid mullet might be half eaten by an eagle and then just he's all fucked out on the surface doing something similar. But... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe that's what they were going for. Maybe, with, maybe, with maybe that's it. Maybe we've just ruined the secret of this design. <laughs> um, but for the most part, it couldn't be further from matching the hatch like it's not it doesn't look like anything uh oh you know there's some might be some colorways that are that are good but yeah Uh, but that jesus they're so effective it's also weird though because you said the colorway when's the last time that you saw any estuary lure where the primary and go-to colorway was a chartreuse back with a pink head and a clear body (laughs) yeah i haven't seen too many Mullet or bait fish that it with a chartreuse. No, like like if, if you were going to go and take just like a, if you're going to go take a 50 mil walker or, mm. you know, a, a little blue popper, 50 mil blue popper, you're not picking up a chartreuse back pink head clear no. body. You're not. But it kind of makes perfect sense for the bent minnow because it's so fucked anyway. Why would you not just put a shit color on it and still catch fish? And it's not a shit colour. It's so bloody effective. It works, and it does so legitimately well. work better than any of the other ones. It's so good. Um, but yeah. So anyway, back to the original question: Is it a? Sur- are you classing this as a surface lure? Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think Maury's point was to what you sort of touched on: is they are really subsurface as far as once if you, when you're swim- yeah. swimming them and, and whatever. Yeah. But it's funny because it makes me think about a lot of surface lures. A lot of stick baits are subsurface that, that are so effective. And, and if and if you're not trying them, I think about our local tuna fishery and some of the subsurface and I mean in your stable, mate, in the in the Rapala stable, some of the subsurface, you know, um, baits that you can get that just sit just below the surface can make yeah. a big difference. You know, Huge. a bit almost too much action on the top, splashing and carrying on could be on any given day a turn off. So you yeah. almost need that, you know, that subsurface. Yeah. See, I'm also uh, a big one as uh, if there's if you've got say you and I were fishing and you were chucking around a bent minnow and and I had a some other 
service that we're on and we're getting a lot of little like weird little flashes and short strikes where you're not hooking up and don't I, I actually saw I was watching something on YouTube the other day around brim and this exact technique um I'm pretty sure it was the Morgan boys actually mm. they did insanely well on in one of the comps and this was years ago fishing top water and the second there was some action, one of them would then send out a stick minnow, a, a sinking stick minnow, mm. and clean up. So the, the the surface lures were almost necessary to get the fish fired up. They weren't Jesus. one. They weren't a hundred percent switched on, so they weren't hooking up on the top water all the time. But if you missed a strike and sent a and sent a stick minnow behind it, mm. you were you were getting a hook up. I think it's one of those it's one of those weird little things in fishing that we don't pay a lot of attention to. I mean, there's a lot of people throwing poppers for bluefin at the moment, and they're catching a mm. shitload of fish. Yeah. But if someone was sending like a little twelve or fourteen centimeter sinking stick minnow behind it, are you gonna get are you gonna get hookups? Because realistically, a lot of the time, all you need to do is to get especially these pelagics, yeah. get a fish to just stop honing in on whatever they're doing. Just look up. As soon as yeah. you can get them to look up, you might get a hookup. Now, whether that means they're committing to the top water or there's something else coming, why, why are teasers so effective? Whether they're strip teasers or yeah. whether they're like a floppy style or even the old um, witch doctors that are the just throwing light everywhere. Doctor. You're only trying to get a locked-in fish to break concentration and look up and then they're hitting yeah. a lure that's coming behind it yeah it's a it's an interesting thought so maybe, process are we sort of saying the subsurface lure is underrated or underutilized perhaps well i think a lot of the time we just don't know what to do with them because maybe and it's because, not as exciting as in visually because no, you see yeah. a popper or you see a you know a top water stick bait and it's splashing around you might see a swipe you know a tuna come and swipe it or a kingfish or whatever you're chasing gt whatever is anyone chucking just a, a dirty big metal out? At, and look, at the moment, let's face it, tuna are biting. Like you, yeah. get, you know, and I'm not saying they're easy. It's never easy. You've always got to be on. But is anyone just chucking a slug? I would say no, no, because one. they're not cool. Yeah, because and and I, I mean, it's, it seems like one thing that you can you can really mess around with the water column. Like you can sink that bad boy down twenty meters if you want, and then you crank can, it. You can, you can jig it if you want to. Yeah, like yeah. they are quite versatile. I could almost guarantee that no one is going tuna fishing with four or five like forty gram slugs in their kit. I guarantee the, it. I, I I tend to think you're probably right, but why not? Because it's just not cool. <laughs> no, that's and that's what I'm getting at. Is that what yeah. it is? And, and again, so. like there's no like there's no need to if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like it, 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 the stick baits and the poppers that are out there at the moment are getting it done, no doubt. I, and, I also, and there's I, something cool about them. But I'm just like, if mate, what if it's tough one day? Well, ha- I, surely it's an option to have in your in your in your tackle bag. Well, remember in the shop, we used to look at the little five and and ten gram metal lures, tiny yeah. little things. Like you look at them, and you're like ridiculous, and you're yeah. like, yeah. When the tuna are locked into small, mate, try casting a five gram slug on a fifty pound <laughs> outfit. 
The only remember way you remember we used to fuck with them and put the big inline singles on them, and you just go, "That ain't that. It's not no, doing nothing." No, and because then also try and try and land a, you know, a small one, a ten kilo bluefin, on your little two to four kilo outfit that's capable of chucking a five gram slug. Yeah, it, it's yeah. the only thing holding it back. The funny thing is, they are still spewing up really small bait fish at the moment. Yeah, no, it would be insanely viable. You just can't. Mm. You but know, again, it's you... not. If it was completely shut down, what I'm saying is, you'd it, it it would be worth having. No, I'm not saying a little five grammer, but just a, a metal that you can sink. You can, you know, I still reckon <laughs> we're going into product development ads. Nice. Is there? Correct me if I'm wrong. Let's call. Let's. I don't know. Let's just use. Let's just everyone picture a fairly stock standard metal slug. You know, they can look like a little pilchard. They can look just like a you know, Halco twisty, whatever. With a spinner blade on it. Is there that? Is that is that out there at the moment? It is. Oh, it is a matter of fact. Well, so a, re- a, re- a, re- a recent release by Williamson right. is that exact thing. It is is a, it actually? It is a 40 gram hybrid casting slash jigging metal mm. with a willow blade that's att- it's attached to... The back of the lure. It's actually part of the hook. And and I've, I've I can see them sitting on my desk where can you I am. Go right and get now. one. Go and get one. Oh, you keep them entertained. I'll, I'll keep, go get a look. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll play. Okay. I can. Okay, I can play some ukulele for a little bit, maybe, or I can. Uh, uh, I can talk about the, the basketball scores today. Um, come on, Adam, hurry up. Uh, there is a lot happening in the background there. I can hear noises. Okay, this is one. This is one that that we'll have to put on Instagram so people can see. It's a visual. Okay, let's have a look. It's hard to look. Oh, it's upside down. Okay, yeah. Okay, so it's so, effectively a yeah. So the the blade is is actually hanging off the back of the single. It's hanging off the single hook. Yeah. All right. So, so this, this is only this is only new. Um, okay. Hold it but, upright. Trying to get a, okay. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, uh, this is okay. Anyone listening, you, you'll have to jump on Instagram because I'll put a, we'll put a video of what this we're talking yeah. about. But also, um, we'll find an image and, and post it too. That's interesting. I don't mind it. So, is that designed to just spin while you're yep. retrieving or yep. jigging potentially as well? Well, really? it's, it's actually the the blade itself is attached to a rolling swivel. So it, it's okay. designed to do whatever the hell it wants. It's just giving you a little bit of something extra. I, I think particularly where that blade's going to come into its own, if you if you need to slow the jig down, you know sometimes like and we've done a heap of. I can't believe I'm going to say this, oh, wait, especially after on. recent episodes. You, oh, you and I, you and I have done some beach fishing together in the past. Yeah, spinning. No, that's all right. I'm metals. okay with that. Yeah, I'm and, okay with and, that. And we have had some sessions sometimes where winding it's, them flat out is not the go. No, that's true. But it, also, it's daytime. It's not night. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> very much daytime. And it might yeah. not. Have, and it might not have even been in Victoria. So that also, you know. Nah, hey, hey, I'm a, I've done. I've recently done some spinning off the beach here in Victoria. So just, oh, it's, I'm okay with it. It's you that's got the problem with it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but if you've got to, um, 
But if you do need to slow it down a little bit, maybe because the surf's a bit shit and it's... Yeah. You know what I mean? You wind too yeah. hard, you're just skipping over the breakers. I think that's where this blade's going to really come in. Or... I like it. Or if you're out in the bay or whatever mm. and those fish go deep on you, you, yeah. you can you can jig these as well. They, they are actually the... based off an old Gamoki okay. jig. Yeah, right. And without using it or really even seeing it apart from what you just showed there... I like the concept of if you're, and let's just say offshore and you want to chuck it at, say, tuna or whatever, um, if you let it sink, it'll just have a nice spin on the sink as yeah. well as really cranking up when you, when you sort of start bringing it in. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. I did not expect that. I thought we were going to develop something there, but it's already been developed. So One, ste- one step ahead, I'll, Luke. I'll just <laughs> shut up. Um, I, I actually, speaking of the development thing... <laughs> No, I, I've spent, and it's only early in the week, and I've already spent a <laughs> lot of hours in the car. So I've had mm. a lot of thinking time. You know how we spoke about what we would do different with a squid jig? Mm. A question for you without notice. Sure. When is the last time, and you've caught a stack of calamari in your lifetime, a stack of them. When's the last time do you reckon any of those calamari ate a prawn? I think about this all the time, actually. I do, when I'm fishing, not just like sitting around. Uh, but uh, it, I often, I do, I think about it. I have no idea. I can't answer that. Because we know for a fact you don't need that body shape to get a side-to-side action. Now, if you're going on a lift and fall technique, it doesn't matter what shape it is because it's got no fucking action anyway. Exactly. exactly. So, so why why are we catching the shit out of squid still on prawn shaped squid jigs? And why isn't there one? Just take the. We were just talking about some sinking stick minnows. Yeah. Now, if you pause them, they shimmy on the drop. Yes. Okay. So they already do cooler shit on the drop than a squid jig. <laughs> yes, that's true. But if you keep your rod tip high and give it a couple of twitches, it's actually going to turn side to side like a squid jig. Yeah. And it'll still, well, depending, but you can still get that nose dive too if you if, on a yes. lot of those too. Depending on where it's weighted. So, so what you're saying is import well, $150 stick baits. Well, and... actually, well, well, actually, it's funny <laughs> because if you look at some of the higher end squid jigs in the water, they sit parallel. It's true, actually. So why is there not a squid jig that looks like a bait fish and not a prawn? Because I can't remember the last time a Port Phillip Bay calamari ate a prawn. Wow. I mean, I love this so much. And and can I just add that if anyone... Well, challenge for people next time they're out, take some prawns and just rig a um, squid jag with, with a prawn and see what happens. I'm sure... Betty, look, better yet, Luke, I think I need to... I think I need to call work. Mm. We need some... We need some Rapala saltwater long cast shallows. We need to work out a way to attach a squid barb to the back treble, or to the back split ring and get rid of the trebles. And yeah. we need to fuck around. 
My I only think concern it's, I think it's is doable. the small, the smallest, the smallest ones twelve centimeters. There's some, there's some different ones. We've got some long cast preys that are ten centimeters, but they're really heavy. They're gonna nah. sink way too quick. I'm okay with twelve centimeters. I just measured it. I'm okay with it. <laughs> what would would twelve centimeters be? You reckon what equivalent to a three point five? Yeah, three or three point five. I'm fine with that. That's fine. No problem. Just keep because, in mind too. Keep in mind too. If you put how big is a silver whiting? When you put a whole silver whiting on a on a jag, oh, I, I reckon most of the silver whiting would be the 20, size of a long 18, cast. Well, I reckon 16. it'd be yeah, it'd be a long cast twelve or fourteen. I mean, there you go. Job but, done. You, but you, you know, you know what I mean. We've actually got lures that represent a bait fish mm. that they're eating, but, but it's the hook situation. Yeah, exactly. But you can get just barb without prong. Right, as in, sorry, just the the yeah, fucking yeah, the ass bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, can you not tie them with a bit of I don't know whether it be a you know a, a thin gauge wire or or just some mono? Like, let's face it, squid aren't gonna unless it's arrow squid, they shouldn't bite you off. Nah, you could just have it as a swinging type arrangement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a sw- so yeah. even if it was just t- a couple of inches off the back, that's all you yeah. need. So they can well and truly grab onto that lure. Because I'll generally try and grab it behind the head and then they slide down and find the prong. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's weird. We're throwing prawn imitation It's such a good lure. point, mate. And thank you for raising it. And can anyone give us any insight? Um, obviously, it's a probably the origins, the Japanese origins perhaps. Hmm. But again, I don't know if they're yeah, well, eating prawns. But, but, I, but I again, if it's, not, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Is that kind yeah. of where we're at with it? Yeah, but I'm open to being a bit, you know, just fuck with it. See what happens, mm. you know. You can always revert back. This prawn-style jigs ain't going anywhere. I'm going to be on the lookout now around every tackle shop in Melbourne that I visit and see if they've got replacement squid jags, and I'm just going to yeah. buy half a dozen. Yes. And and well, let's, let's just see what's up. It has to, It has to work, doesn't it? Okay, it does. Of course it does. <laughs> it makes sense to me. So anyway, I think that's great. I think we've covered a, a, some good lure chat there because, um, and get creative. Like send us what you're doing. If you're mixed, look, we know that 99% of people uh, um, aren't going to fuck with it because what, well, yeah. Well, would you, work. It, it works. Good you yeah, it works. Yeah. But if you want to get a bit creative, bring us in. We want to well, be involved. Tell us you, what you're doing. Show us what you're doing. And if you want to be highlighted on the deep drop, you're going to have to fuck around with some sort of stick minnow, catch a squid yep. on it and send us a photo, and we will shout you out. Yep. Yep. 100%. All right. So here's your, here's the uh, summary of tonight's episode, everyone. We're asking medium Jew or big dusky. Yep. Where were you sitting with that? I was team medium Jew. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and I am, where I am in my life right now, I'm a medium Jew. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> anyway. So. There's the sound bite for this week. There, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Um, the, is a bent minnow a surface lure? Yeah. Well, you know, we could, we're yeah. saying yeah, but like subsurface. Yeah, but, yeah, so but more, nah. Yeah, but nah. Maury, you're thinking too hard about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everything going to Medals for tuna. I want to know: Is anyone doing it? Is anyone yep. casting medals for tuna? Just because I'm know. saying no. I'm saying no. It's not happening. 
Oh, look, I'm probably with you, but I also want to expand on that and say, are you taking some medals out with you? Yeah. And, and mate, for the cost of a, a couple of metal slugs, I, I would throw one in and, and probably just pop a single on the back there and away you go. Yep. You have just announced a new product to us that I had no idea about, but I thought I was all I thought I was all clever in coming up with some great product. And you've gone, no, nah, here's one we prepared earlier. Yeah, here's can... yeah, here's one we Thank prepared earlier. Much. So make sure you go and ask your local and keep me employed for another week. Oh Jesus, um, there's that a plug. That would pl- be fantastic. A... That's a plug. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, I mean more squidgy um, developments. So yeah, why are we using what? Why actually? That is the question, isn't it? <laughs> when yep. was the last time a squid actually ate a prawn? Yep. Yeah, that's that's a good question. <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> or have they ever? Like... Yeah. When's the last time a squid ate a prawn? And if and if it seems a bit of a weird question, if you're out there and you stumble across it, or someone you know goes, I saw this dumb question on this dumb Instagram page called the Deep Drop, saying when was the last time a squid ate a prawn? Just explain to them. Yeah, think about every it. squid jig on the market is designed around a prawn. Yeah, <laughs> shape. Literally every single one. Yeah, like literally like everyone. Yeah. Um, until now. Until now. Keep stay oh. tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, all right. Well, that's. I mean, that's it. That's us. That's us for another episode. I think there's plenty of work to do there. Yeah. Get out there. Do any of the things we've spoken about and let us know how you go. Um, we we kind of. Do you know? Do you know what we need? We need a deep drop protein. We need some pro stuff. Yeah, I think we need to find out, Luke. We need to be certain. We need to be certain that some of these ridiculous ideas have got some sort of merit. Ads, we've got over 70 episodes with multiple dumb ideas or yeah. questionable <laughs> ideas in each. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, I think it's time we put together a pro team. I don't know what we can give you as a part, as just, for you know, being a part of the yeah, it will... stubby holder. Yeah, a high five, like whatever, you know. Um, you know, we'll work on that. Maybe, like maybe, like a we can cycle through some pro team guests guest episodes to update us on progress of some of our ridiculous that. projects. I love that because we need updates. We need yeah, updates yeah. for the for the punters. Because yeah. um, not all of these ideas are going to be viable. I need to know if they are. What percentage of bullshit are we actually oh, talking? Yeah, hi. Um, but if you're interested in being a deep, have we, have we put, oh, we'll unofficially put the pitch out. I'm not, no, we're not offering any jobs, but no. if you're interested in sort of being a pro star. Actually, actually, no, we don't need to do the pitching, Luke. Mm. Instagram's where you need to do it. Mm. You pitch to us why you should be part of the project. <laughs> Give us your, send in your resumes yeah. to careers at the deep drop. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe someone's sitting what? out there going, "I need something to do," and then they stumble across this episode and go, "All right." And and hey, what's the project you want to tackle? I, yeah, we're not fucking we'll, around here, Luke. Here's what we will do: real talk for a minute. I might be speaking out of tongue here. If there's something that that you want to tackle, like you you know you want to spend a, 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 some time on just fishing medals for tuna, yeah. We will help source the product yeah, as okay. best we can. Yep. Yeah, and I'm down with to that. To try and take the load off. Yeah, and I'm happy to send out a care package. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. 
All yeah. right. So, do you want to try spinner baits for snapper in Port Phillip Bay? I will. Mm. I will source some. I will supply some spinner baits. Yeah. Put it out there. Um. You know. That's what I'm thinking. Do Do you want? Probably should have these discussions off air. To be honest. No. Nah, nah, yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> Just send us what it's, project you would like to tackle for the deep yeah. drop, and then we'll, and we'll make see a if call. We can help. <laughs> yeah, we'll... Fucking hell! What am I doing? I've done this long enough. I this should. Could, be, I this mean, could, this could be the most edited episode. We could, <laughs> we could edit it, but but that's not the deep drop way. No, no. What the, the dribble that comes out stays on. The, and stays if you've on made the, it this far into the episode, episode, fuck it. You deserve to. You know. To be a part of the team. Yeah. Everyone's a part of the team, but if you want to get out into the action, tackle some of these things that we've brought up over the last 70-odd episodes. We're embracing you and welcoming you to the family. Let's do it. Reach out. Let's make some cool stuff. That's us. I'm Luke. You're Adam. Peace out. Peace. Peace.